Welcome everyone to the Head Student Completion Ceremony for Joan Harmon. We're going to chant the Heart Sutra now, and if you have a copy of it, or if you know it by heart, please join us. Heart of Great Perfect Wisdom Sutra. Avalokiteshvara Bodhisattva, when deeply practicing Prajnaparamita, clearly saw that all five aggregates are empty, and thus relieved all suffering. Chariputra, form does not differ from emptiness. Emptiness does not differ from form. Form itself is emptiness. Emptiness itself, form. Sensations, perceptions, formations, and consciousness are also like this. Chariputra, all dharmas are marked by emptiness. They neither arise nor cease, are neither defiled nor pure, neither increase nor decrease. Therefore, given emptiness, there is no form, no sensation, no perception, no formation, no consciousness. No eyes, no ears, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no sight, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no object of mind, no realm of sight, no realm of mind consciousness. There is neither ignorance nor extinction of ignorance, neither old age and death nor extinction of old age and death, no suffering, no cause, no cessation, no path, no knowledge and no attainment. With nothing to attain, a bodhisattva relies on prajnaparamita, and thus the mind is without hindrance. Without hindrance, there is no fear. Far beyond all inverted views, one realizes nirvana. All Buddhas of past, present, and future rely on prajnaparamita, and thereby attain unsurpassed, complete, perfect enlightenment. Therefore know the prajnaparamita, is the great miraculous mantra, the great bright mantra, the supreme mantra, the incomparable mantra, which removes all suffering and is true, not false. Therefore, we proclaim the Prajnaparamita mantra, the mantra that says, Gate, Gate, Paragate, Parasamgate, Bodhisvaha. Bada Kundala Kesa cannot answer. Bada Kundala Kesa was a wandering Jain ascetic, famous for her debating skills. Whenever she came to a new place, she set a branch of rose apple in the ground and put out the word to whoever wished to debate her, she should trample the branch. When she was 70 years old, she came to Savati and Buddhist disciple Shariputra came forth to engage her in public debate. First, she asked a series of philosophical questions of Shariputra, and he was able to answer all of them. Then he said, you have asked me many questions. I would like to ask only one. She said, please ask, venerable one. 
He asked, Juan, what is that? She was unable to answer. He said, if you don't know the answer to that, how could you know anything else? And began to teach her the Dharma. She was so moved by the teachings that she fell at his feet and asked to take refuge with him. But instead, he told her to come and meet the Buddha. The Buddha recognized her spiritual maturity and said to her, one phrase that brings peace is better than a thousand words that are of no use. When she heard these words, she was freed and became an Aranhat. Then the Buddha ordained her saying simply, Bada, come. Now, here, the head student. This is the Dharma staff, five feet long. Once a black snake on Vulture Peak, it became the Indumbara flower. At Shinolin Temple, it burst into the five petals of Zen. Sometimes it is a dragon swallowing heaven and earth. Sometimes a Vajra sword giving and taking life. This staff is now in my hands. Though just a mosquito biting an iron bull, I cannot give it away. Dragons and elephants, let us call forth the Dharma. Bring, give me your questions.
Joan. <clears throat> I uh, have been practicing with you for a long time. You started out at, um, as you mentioned earlier today, at Lotus Lake as Tenzo, <laughs> the first Tenzo, <laughs> and dealt with the fires <laughs> of the kitchen. And then you went through a, a big difficulty in your own life with cancer and survived that. And it was amazing. <clears throat> um, and now you've been through this time of head studentdom that has been so long. I'm so proud of you. You've been such a wonderful uh, person of encouragement for all of us during this time. So I'd like to ask you um, what, what aspect of your practice has sustained you the most during this time of difficulty and isolation and civil upset and so forth? I'm surprised to say faith. Faith in the practice. Faith uh, in the teachings and knowing that we never know what life is going to bring us. In this time, we're finally slapped in the face with our unknowing, but it's what we've faced all the time. And it's knowing that whatever happens, things will work out. It, they may not work out the way we had hoped, but life will continue. And it gives me great faith to know in that. Um, it doesn't have to be my way and that's okay. Good afternoon. Joan, can you hear me? I can. Thank you. Joan, uh, case 21 in the Book of Serenity is a dialogue between two of the John masters that mean the most to me, uh, Yunyan and Dao Wu. Uh, Yunyan was sweeping the ground when Dao Wu came through the courtyard and he said, you're having a, a hard time. You look very busy. And Yunyan replied, you should know there is one who doesn't have a hard time, who isn't busy. Dawu said, if that's true, do you mean there's a second moon? Yunyan held up his broom and said, what number of moon is this? Dawu was silent. I don't understand anything about the moon part. <laughs> uh, I do want to say that it seems to me that you are someone who embodies your true embodiment of knowledge of the one who is not busy. And I want to, I want to ask you, my question is, 
how does the one who is not busy make herself known? Make herself known? Known to you. Oh. And how can you make the one who is not busy known to the world? Well, I will say that I was the one who was very busy before I started this practice. And over time, just listening to the teachings and practicing, it, it sort of came to me. As for how she makes herself known to me, it is just being in the present, in the moment saying, what is needed now? It's such an easy question to answer. The myriad of things that are manifesting a form of not busyness. Yes. Frozen. Uh, do you have me again? Uh, good. Uh, so we do not control anything other than our own actions. And that's what we are responsible for. So as for the rest of the world, uh, I just wish them luck. Todd was not able to join us uh, today, but he had a question that he wanted to ask. Uh, Flint and Peg, is it okay if I ask it or were you on? No, absolutely. Please do. Very good. This is a question from Todd Joan, who sends his uh, admiration and best regards, and he wants to ask you, what would you pass on to someone beginning this practice? What I would pass on to someone beginning this practice is two things to try to um, embody. And that is curiosity. And I just forgot the other one. Oh, and let go of outcome. Curiosity in that we really just don't know and let's find out as much as we can. And then, of course, letting go of outcome is letting go of the illusion of control. It's a hard one. Student Joan, 
in a long period as head student. And I can't wait until we can sit together in the Zendo or your house or outside at Josephine's and have tea again. My question is inspired by the coin that you shared. And I don't remember the, right, the exact words, maybe you will. Um, but at the end, I think the Buddha says to the woman, um, something about, I don't know, the way I remember it is, when you say the right thing, then that creates space. I'm not sure any of those actual words are correct, but I wonder, how do you know, as a practicing Buddhist, that you have said or done the right thing? There is no right thing. There are many things that are helpful and uh, skillful and other things that aren't. What's important with being with other people is the connection, the intimacy created. Regardless of what you say, if the relationship is there, things can be mended later. Good afternoon. Head student Joan, I'm so grateful for time to hear your Dharma. I'm struggling with the connection between anger and hatred. And how some of our teaching is to be aware of our anger, use our anger, but I'm concerned about the easy relationship between anger and hatred and how we utilize and become aware of anger without stepping into hatred. I feel that anger is a cover-up. It's a cover-up for grieving, sadness, and fear. And those are the things we should be dealing with our grieving, our sadness, our fear.
It's Dean Joan. So good to see you. You and your powerful staff. I woke up this morning in what feels to me the dark woods of a koan. And half of the koan says that all the wise traditions claim love is the answer. Kindness, gentleness, equanimity. The other half of the koan comes from the brethren of people who have been oppressed and murdered, subjugated for centuries. And they say, you have been too polite. Make it too easy on others to continue to subjugate us. They cannot have it so easy anymore. Joan, what is the middle way? This was a very important issue to me very early in my uh, practice, and I talked to both Peg and Flint about it. So is there never any reason to be violent? Uh, are we not allowed to self-defend? And um, one of them told me a story about uh, a man on a ship and uh, the uh, someone was killing everyone and he felt great sadness for this person, but he had to stop him and he did kill him and he was uh, a Buddhist. Um, I do believe that love is the answer and everything. I am very sad that some people have not gotten to the love. Somehow their views haven't allowed this. That does not mean that they can live out their lives as they wish. We have to serve as a bodhisattva for the health and well-being of all. And we must have the courage and um, understanding the power of the Dharma to stand up when it's time, when it must be faced, when people are hurting others and hurting the society. It is our job to stand up. That all? Mm -hmm. I think that's the last of the questioners. Okay, thank you. This staff has been in my hands 
I now return it to you. Wait. You have water. You have one more statement. Oh, I'm sorry. You can apologize. <laughs> Let me apologize. Through the support of the uh, teachers and of all of you, I have been head student. I deeply appreciate all of your help. Hold it above your head. Hold the staff up there, okay? Okay. Yes. I made mistakes. Please forgive them. Uh, they fill heaven and earth, leaving no place to hide. Friends, if my actions and words have misled you, please wash your ears in the pure sound of the present and please continue your practice. I am very ashamed, but I will keep trying. I will practice more diligently. Thank you. This staff has been in my hands. I now return it to you. Water returns to the source. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Many, many, many congratulations, Joan. Can you hear okay? Yes. Good. This has been quite an ordeal, not simply being head student, but the context in which you have taken the role and, and shouldered it. And you've prepared yourself well all of your history and all of your practice, the way in which the great matter has been really close for you. And having watched you move through those times, fully engaged in your practice as you could be, you really showed yourself, showed us 
who you really are. And it's been a blessing and an encouragement and inspiration and a delight. And now to engage this small ceremony is um, a joyful celebration of the greater life and the greater gift and the deeper practice that you, you've shown us. Thank you so much. My life is enriched and blessed because you're in it. Well, Joan, your practice burn on Lotus Lake Kitchen. And Dawn had proceeded through uh, stage four cancer and your recovery and your head student period coincided with the global pandemic and enormous civil unrest. <laughs> I really can't imagine a more challenging path. And along the way, you've managed to serve on the board of Apalata, to serve in councils, uh, and to support the Sangha in many, many ways. So we are so blessed to have you in the Sangha, and you have been such a stellar head student, offering teas, teaching the introduction to Zen class, having to shift everything onto Zoom so that even the tea parties happen on Zoom. This has been so much um, adaptation, it's hard to even comprehend. But you've been so gracious through it all, and you've been so such a gift. But the thing I really appreciate about you the most is your gift for appreciation and how much you're able to appreciate so much of what we offer here and so much of what the world offers. And I'm so grateful to have you in our Sangha. I'm so grateful that we're friends. And I'm so grateful that you're on this path with us. Uh, but this head student role has really shown you to shine. So thank you so much for all of your gracious <laughs> adopting of all the changes and all the adaptations and all the ways that we've had to cobble things together, including you know getting this uh, integrated intensive online. So been quite a practice period but more than that it's been quite a path and it's a deep deep path for you and I know the practice has sustained you and as a result you're a tremendous resource for everyone in the Sangha so thank you so much for all that you do for us so this is a time when um, if you would like to make any congratulatory remarks, um, you can raise your hand and the facilitator will admit you and you can, um, you can uh, make whatever remarks you'd like to make. Anybody in the assembly, anybody in the audience. There's so many buttons to push. <laughs> I wonder how many I've pushed. <laughs> well, Joan, I was privileged to have tea with you and, uh, and that required a certain amount of buttons as well, but it was a great experience. And I so appreciate uh, all that you've offered during this uh, intensive. 
and uh, the talks that you have provided to us. Um, very illuminating and very encouraging. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Martha. Okay. Uh, Joan, I just want to deeply thank you for your presence during my challenge. You have um, given me a steadiness and a touchstone and a compassion. And um, I... Um, have gotten to know you during this in, in such an intimate way. And I feel so grateful for that. And um, I just want you to know that your presence is obviously very valued in very many places, in very many ways. And um, um, you have demonstrated to us who you are. And um, that will always be held dearly by me. Thank you. Joan, the first time I really experienced your fortitude was at the residential when you burnt yourself <laughs> on the oven and you insisted that people needed to eat and that food needed to still go into the oven and you were, you were such a brave soul. And then the second time it's been these 131 days where you showed up and showed up and showed up and showed up. And I keep thinking of you connected to the color yellow and the sun and the, the radiance you that comes from you is just, I've, I've been thinking of yellow all day and it, it is, has been such a beautiful experience to experience you for the 131 days and beyond that. And thank you so much. Thank you, Kim. I just wanted to say to you, thank you so much. I, um, I have just felt honored to be a participant in some classes with you. And then as, as head student, I remember when the pandemic started and it was like, oh, she's gonna extend her, her term, so to speak. And I mean, it was like, wow, you know, just the generosity of heart. And um, I've really enjoyed some of the breakout times that we've shared together and I regret it was like all of a sudden it was like 
oh, darn it, I missed he, but I want you to know, I will reach out. Even, I know it doesn't have to happen within the head student, but I do want to just appreciate just your open-heartedness, your kindness. I um, echo what Kim was saying in terms of the yellow, the brightness, that, that it's like sunshine. And, um, and it's lovely to uh, witness this, this ceremony and appreciation. And she's, she's stepping in here and saying, <laughs> me too, me too. So um, thank you for your, your service, your open-heartedness, your kindness, um, and, and yeah. That's all I have. Thank you, Mary. Oh my gosh, sorry about the background. Hi, <laughs> I was experimenting the other day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I, um, I I love what Ken said about yellow, so I'm gonna echo that too, as well as Mary. But I really just wanted to say congratulations. Uh, thank you for encouraging me to have tea with you. Um, I also want to just say how much I find both your presence and your words inspiring. So quiet and long-lasting ways. So thank you. I look forward to many more teas. Thank you. Thank you. One last button, <laughs> but it works and it has worked this whole time. Oh, Joe, thank you for being willing to take on this role. And uh, I so enjoyed our tea together and all we discovered that we had in common. Uh, and thank you for your talk today. It's, um, I think it's your graciousness and your kindness uh, and what you give to the, the Sangha with your time. So it, I'm delighted. Uh, I'm sorry that your process was extended so many days, but I'm delighted that we've had you for all this time. And congratulations. Thank you so much. I now see what Flint means when he says, you see the name ahead of time. It's really fun. <laughs>
Hello, I just wanted to come on and say it's just such an honour to be able to witness this all the way over from the UK. It feels so special to be part of it and um, and sharing the space and the integrative intensive with you this week mm -hmm. and um, and the talk that you shared was was just wonderful. And when you said that, um, yeah, referring to yourself instead of head student as big learner really touched me. And, mm -hmm. and, and you saying that you're embodying yourself in that role is a teaching in itself to me. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for your presence. Thank you. I enjoyed being with you. Hi, Joan. Hello. <laughs> I'm so glad to see you today on behalf of myself and also Open Door community. I want to extend heartfelt congratulations to you personally, but also, as other folks have said earlier, for your helping to enact this beautiful ceremony, being a part of that, making that possible for all of us to witness it. And I also want to reiterate what Kim had mentioned about the warmth of your heart. I remember when we met like six years ago mm -hmm. uh, and your, your warmth was an important part of carrying me forward in my new practice mm -hmm. to where I am today. So I want to also thank you for that. How good to see you. You too, bye-bye. Hey, um, Hello, Sandra. Let me just change my name because. <laughs> well, I really have a lot of appreciation and gratitude to your presence. And the only thing I can tell you is like a, as a foreign person to come to a new place with a new culture, to find you, your presence, to be seen by you is very important. And that's what you show me every time to see. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, John. Hi, Peter. Um, congratulations. Thank you. Um, uh, Ellis, I'm talking to somebody else. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I just wanted to uh, point out, it occurred to me uh, uh, several times in the past um, uh, how um, in some ways you remind me of a, a person that, um, well, let's just put it this way. I had a teacher in high school who was, uh, 
kind of one of the only teachers that I remembered. And, uh, and it was uh, this habit he had, I didn't even ever have him as a teacher, actually, he was just a teacher in my school. But um, he would always notice me walking down the hall and uh, kind of look at me. And I think he knew, you know, something about how I was feeling in high school. And he would ask me um, how I was doing just a super real simple, how are you doing? And I've always felt like you had that, um, that you expressed that quality uh, to me as well. You always seem to kind of be like a little bit tuned in on maybe I'm wrong, but I always felt like you were always kind of looking and to see how I was in different circumstances, uh, you know, in the past. And, uh, and I think that's a, a super quality that, uh, you know, has really stuck with me um, from this one teacher and it really sticks with me coming from you as well. I just see it as a really caring and curious and interested person. So um, thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't know how to bow out of this. Does it have Darcy. Hey, Darcy. Hi. I wasn't sure I was on. <laughs> I just, Joan, I just want to say publicly what I kind of said privately to you in an email. Um, I just have such gratitude for you and your very open-hearted and sincere uh, taking on of this head student role. I had tea with you. I think I may have been the first person and we had tea in person at ASTI. And I don't know whether I was the only one who got to have tea with you in person. There were two. There were two. <laughs> there were two. Uh, but I just, I, I want to say that I perceive in you a, a real gift of appreciation, that you appreciate everything in your life. And that is very inspiring and uh, I, I thank you for that. Hello, Joan and Bill. Well, it looks like you're muted, Joan. There. Better? Mm -hmm. Yes. I've just been here smiling and nodding my head at everything anybody has said. And remember when I first saw you in any kind of a situ Zen situation, you were holding a class. I think it was at Wildflower Church. Um, I went with a dear friend, Joe Jensen. It was just so wonderful to be there. And as I look back over this time, that wasn't a one-off with you, but you were just on a path and you continue in your own way to just give yourself and keep giving and not just say, I did it. <laughs> and you've been so kind to me and Bill. You drive us home when you don't have to. 
You're just very generous. And I enjoyed having tea with you. You too. And since you are continuing to be part of the sangha, I hope we'll see each other some more. Well, and I hope we have tea again. <laughs> oh. Suzanne. Hello, big learner, Joan. <laughs> Hello. Um, your reminder that we were roommates at Lotus Lake brought an image back of my meeting you out in the parking lot and you were unpacking fans. <laughs> and I thought to myself, uh-oh, what, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> And those fans were saved saved us um, through the night. So I'm very grateful for that uh, memory and very grateful because I think I, it really showed even then your generosity and your willingness to be with what is just as it is and to take care. And that that really mattered to me then and your talk this morning mattered a great deal to me, especially what you said about after coming through your cancer, you assessed everything, including Zen practice. That means a lot to me about the situation that I'm in right now. So thank you for that wisdom. It, um, it really uh, is settled in my heart. Hi, Jess. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. Well, I wanted to wish you congratulations. Um, quite an achievement. Uh, I don't think I can add to anything anyone else has said. Um, wonderful. I really appreciated seeing you in the mornings and the introduction to Zen. Uh, class you held and um, I just appreciate your the genuineness of your practice and and um, I enjoy talking with you and, and talking about practice so um, congratulations thank you so much Looks like we're at the end of our time. Very good. <clears throat> so this has been really quite an experience. Mm.
And I'm really grateful that we've been able to do it together and I'm really grateful that the Sangha has been so supportive uh, and uh, helped us work through this time. We'll manage to help each other through this strange, strange time we're in. As long as we keep hold of our vow, as you always do, Joan, and I appreciate that so much. And I hope that as we go forward together as a Sangha, and we're able to figure out more ways to hold these ceremonies online and hold intensives online so that more and more people can be a part of what it is that we do here. And that has been sort of a unanticipated benefit of all of this turmoil and trouble we've been in. So I appreciate you helping us through it especially when everything is just so new and we're still sorting things out and still trying to work out all the glitches. But you've been so gracious about it. dedication and then we will do the uh, Bodhisattva vows together so if you have them or know them uh, please feel free to join along we offer the merit of this ceremony for the welfare of all beings everywhere may all be relieved of suffering free from fear longing aversion and ignorance and may we together with all beings realize the awakened way Beings are numberless. I vow to free them. Delusions are inexhaustible. I vow to end them. Dharma gates are boundless. I vow to enter them. Buddha's way is unsurpassable. I vow to embody it. Beings are numberless. We vow to free them. Delusions are inexhaustible. We vow to end them. Dharma gates are boundless. We vow to enter them. Buddha's way is unsurpassable. We vow to embody it. Beings are numberless. This vow frees them all. Delusions are inexhaustible. This vow ends them all. Dharma gates are boundless. This vow enters them all. Buddha's way is unsurpassable. This vow embodies it. Join us, we'll do three vows. Thank you for being flexible and for supporting this ceremony today. May we support you all, and may our Sangha continue to support our Bodhisattva vows.
more celebratory piece that we might engage in just for a moment. Joan, how difficult is it for you to go to your front door? You're muted. I just have to go downstairs. Okay, go to your front door and then see if there's something there and come back. Okay, I'll take this with me. Uh -huh. Even more fun. <laughs> yes. I've lost your signal. Thank you, everybody, for joining us Beautiful flowers, a card, and a cake. <laughs> can you see it? We can see the flowers. Okay. Oh, my well, we so often have a reception and beautiful flowers and gorgeous food. And since we don't get to do it, um, I believe John Eric delivered those. What a very, very sweet surprise. <laughs> the cake looks delicious. It has, uh, I think, marigold uh, petals on it. Oh, how lovely. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a little card and everything. So please yeah. enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. And uh, Jessica, thank John Eric. And thank all of you for this lovely gift. <laughs> it's been marvelous. And, uh, nice to uh, it's amazing that we can be there from all over like we are and that you figured out how to do this virtually <laughs> that was a trick thank you take care thank you so much everyone for joining and taking part in this beautiful ceremony um Apodmata's programs are freely offered so that everyone may participate regardless of their means. Everyone is welcome and supported by their, on their spiritual path here. We are grateful for the generosity of those who are able to contribute in support of our Sangha, these programs, and our teachers. And if you'd like to support Apodmata, uh, you may offer Donna at this link that I've posted in the chat. Sorry, Peg. <laughs> We're at six o'clock, chanting of the ancestors. Join us if you can. <laughs> <laughs>